0: And welcome to another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy, your insider's guide to all things franchising in the local area. I'm Blake Martin, local small business franchise owner and your Heartland Franchise Guy. This is the place for advocacy, resources and education on all things franchising in the local area and a great place for entrepreneurs looking to learn more about the franchising industry. Speaking of entrepreneurs, our guest today is Xavier Voin, who is an entrepreneur that immigrated from Europe, from France specifically, in order to start a business. So we're going to talk with Xavier today about the made pro franchise business he started in the United States. Xavier, thanks so much for joining us today.
1: Hi, Blake. Thank you. How are you?
0: Fantastic. Appreciate you coming in today. Yeah, my pleasure. Great. So... We wanted to talk a little bit about something that happens probably more commonly than people realize, folks who immigrate to the United States, and part of their goal, part of the reason they come is to start a business, and that happens a lot in franchising. So what I wanted to talk to you about a little bit was, how did it all begin? So when did you make the decision to come to the United States?
1: So it's a very long story. We're going to (laughs) need three, four podcasts if we go into the details. But roughly, I've always been attracted by the USA since I'm a teenager. Um, And then uh, when I was like 20, I was doing some go-kart races in France, regional or national. Go-kart races? Yes. Oh, man.
0: No head injuries?
1: No. (laughs) No, no, it was good. But uh, at some point, I had the opportunity to go to Indianapolis in 1999, Indy 500, Yeah, to go with a, a friend of mine who was a pilot at that time, and um, I was by myself, 21 years old, in the USA, just living the dream, and yeah, I just fell in love with that country. I know it's great country, not perfect, like, no country is perfect, but... I just wanted to be here one day and live here. Okay, but you know, with twenty-one, you don't have a lot of money. You're just full of dreams, so it's stayed in my head for years and years. So during twenty years, um, I was like working in a company in France, more on the marketing, HR, bookkeeping side, and building my skills. Okay. As a future entrepreneur, because I also have that mindset, entrepreneur mindset. So I say, I want to be in the USA and I want to be an entrepreneur. So let's try to match both of them and do that. But it's gonna be tough obviously. But step by step you save more money, you have some opportunities to to grow as a person, and then all of a sudden you say, I'm forty I might have that opportunity to do it. What do we do? So, we decided with my wife and kids to jump and and do it. So, yeah, the franchise was a good opportunity because it's going to help me uh, because I don't have the same culture, don't, don't have the same language. Yes. Uh, it's going to be tough, you know, coming from Europe, going to the USA. And starting a business from scratch in a city you don't know anybody and so being with a franchise was a great opportunity for me Uh, first of all to get the visa as well because the embassy trusts you way more when you start with a franchise unless you have 20 years of experience in your field but otherwise you can succeed with a franchise because you don't reinvent the wheel Mm-hmm. Follow the processes that are working for hundreds and 100 of people already. Yeah. So just follow the past you're going to draw for you, and you're going to be successful. And that's- so the,
0: I'm sorry, I didn't mean yeah. to interrupt you. So the, the embassy and the folks that are making the decision about whether or not to grant you a visa were looking more highly upon a franchise opportunity because they felt like uh, there's a high opportunity for success.
1: Yeah, correct.
0: And and, and that ensures that mm-hmm. you'll remain a citizen in the United States.
1: Yeah, the goal is not to be a citizen. It's a visa for, uh, it's a non-immigrant visa, E2, entrepreneur visa. So the goal is to be here to uh, manage the business. If okay. the business stops, you need to go back to, to Europe. But that's not the goal. The business is working, so the, the goal is to stay, but... That visa is specific, we're not going to enter into the immigration details, but Mm -hmm. that visa, that specific visa I am under is not to get the citizenship. But that's fine, I'm not here for that specifically, I'm here to handle the business, and, and that's fine. But it's a good guarantee for the embassy if you are with a franchise, because you are better chances to succeed than if, okay, I'm going to open a cleaning business. Did you do any cleaning? No. Oh,
0: <laughs> yeah. I,
1: I, I, I'm good at uh, ending um, bookkeeping, marketing. Yeah, but cleaning business in the USA, uh, specific market, specific cities, there are some risks. So you go with a franchise. So I choose Made Pro uh, and everything is going well. There's amazing franchise. The support is outstanding these guys are just the best and yeah i remember the first time i met them in boston it was richard and uh, stephanie and they they just trust me even if yeah i just have that mindset trust me and and yeah everything is going well congratulations thank you
0: and to be specific Made Pro is a residential and commercial cleaning franchise, right? And and yes. you run that here in Omaha, Nebraska.
1: Yeah, here in Omaha. I opened in july nineteen, twenty nineteen, twenty nineteen, just before COVID, with zero <laughs> clients, zero employees, <laughs> just me, my desk, my computer, and the support of the franchise to get started. And now, despite COVID, despite the tough labor market and everything is going on, we are above 100 recurring clients and I get 10 employees. Wow, congratulations. So, <laughs> thank I have you.
0: A, I have a question for you about that. With all this success, I mean, obviously in the very beginning of COVID in March or April of 2020, uh, it was probably very um, moments of apprehension, right? Did Did you find though that, after that or shortly after that, did it actually help your commercial and residential cleaning business because there was such a demand
1: for cleaning? I don't think so. I would say I was hurt at the beginning like everybody everybody uh-huh. else. Like I lost in two weeks half of my hard work for six months, like half of my employees, half of my clients in two weeks. Um but just keep your your head it's up and then yeah push through it you're gonna be good i you know i didn't come here just uh with a, a, just an amount of money so i took a lot more money than expected just to be sure to face this type of challenges because you know handling a business is tough so going to the u.s to do that you need to be prepared so you need to take a little bit more money than you think just in case and we had COVID so I was happy to took that decision (laughs) and with some help from the government like everybody had uh, that helped me some contract yes um, temporary for six months for COVID Mm -hmm. for disinfecting things but it didn't last Mm -hmm. so I after being being hit by COVID I triple up the business but i wouldn't say it's because of covid because i didn't hear anybody calling me hey Xavier, can you disinfect my house i'm freaking out no it's like cleaning business is a steady business it's not a trend it's not a luxury it's a luxury but it's not something that's gonna stop right so that's why i choose that as well because no matter what, it's a recession-proof business, and now we know it's a pandemic-proof business. Yeah. So it's it's good because no matter what's going to happen, you can grow your your cleaning business. Uh, so it's good. But so we tripled up the business, but I think without COVID, I would be way higher now. Yeah. So it hurt me more than helped me. But as long as you do. A good job, you know, taking care of your employees, taking care of your clients, trying to do the best quality possible. If it is not possible, nobody's perfect. You back up uh, your clients with outstanding customer service. You're gonna grow no matter what. You're gonna lose clients. That's part of the business. Mm-hmm. But then, as long as you get more new clients than you lose clients, you're gonna grow no matter what. So, once everything will be over, that that can be even better.
0: It's a principle that's true for every business, isn't it? Yeah. Take good care of your clients, take good care of your employees, mm-hmm. and good things happen. Yeah. Speaking of good things happening, can you talk a little bit more about the actual process, the, the timeline for immigrating to the U.S.? So you use the EB-2 visa, but what... Where did that begin? Like, what did you do to start the process of actually immigrating here to the U.S.?
1: So with that type of visa, the E2 visa, you don't Mm. need a lawyer. You need someone that can help. You can do it by yourself if you want. It's not mandatory to have a lawyer. I use someone. uh, She's a visa consultant specialized in uh, E2 visa for entrepreneur. Okay. So she did an amazing job. And I needed her because it's so overwhelming, a lot of questions. Uh, but she is like the franchise. She help you and say do this, do that. Give me that document. We're gonna build. We built a 100 pages business plan for the embassy.
0: Wow, 100 page business plan. Yeah,
1: between my history, <laughs> all the document, the proof of funded. The business plan, why we do this, why we do that, why we will go to Omaha, this type of things, and then the projection, financial projections, etc. It's like 100 pages. You send that to the embassy. You take an appointment. You go there with a lot of people in Paris, and you're supposed to have an interview with someone behind a, um, a glass door, and then they're supposed to they're gonna decide if you get the visa and you can. Do that or not, and you stay in France.
0: Big day for you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, big day. And they they just asked me five questions. It lasts like 10 minutes, and that's it. We got the visa because the preparation was great, and I got all the answers to the questions. Same thing for everything in life. Be prepared. You don't know what you're going to face. Like COVID, (laughs) nobody was prepared to COVID, but if you anticipate some bad things in life you can be prepared to that you're gonna handle that way better than if you just chill out and and don't be prepared so it's a big project so it's better to be prepared sure so for the embassy was the case and then we sold our home we quit our jobs we took um our you luggages we have and we <laughs> we flew here in March 19 and yeah we I did a couple of trips before like in 2019 or uh, 18 to in Boston to meet that franchise Metro I went to San Diego as well to meet another franchise and decide which one was the best and I came back to the Midwest in Omaha um, to to be with my sister-in-law a couple of days and then I met Couple of Metro owners and the other franchise uh, owners in Wichita, Kansas City to see the operational uh, part of the business, not yeah. just the theory of the franchise. And you can say, "Hey, they try to send me a territory. That's it." But no, it's fine. with Metro. It's more genuine. But I have to see that with my eyes and with some real entrepreneur. And the support I received, I wasn't even an owner yet. I didn't sign the FDD yet. They just opened me all their books, Uh, all the marketing. They showed me, yeah, you can do that. They were just amazed that I came from so far and wanted to do that in the Midwest. So So, yeah, they were super helpful and um, they helped me there. We are a good, great community together, so we help each other. If you have a question, you call an owner; they answer. Mm-hmm. You need a vacuum part; they, they send that to you from Denver and things like that. It's that's just amazing.
0: A lot of the little things that yeah. just help you move your business yeah, forward. Yeah, because
1: you can be you can do a business a cleaning business by yourself, but being with a lot of owners. Uh, in a franchise, that helps you a lot. That helps you a lot. That like you're not by yourself. Especially during COVID, you are like you know the head in your um, your your day-to-day basics work, and then your employees. Sometimes you feel alone, but you're not. So that that's that's good things too. You just need you need to vent an owners, you can vent like
0: <laughs> somebody who really understands, yeah.
1: right? <laughs> he isn't the same thing than you, so he's facing the same challenges than you with employees, with clients, with growth, with marketing. So he or she understands what you are facing, and maybe he was in that spot twenty years ago, ten years ago. So they know what you have to do. Do that. Oh, chill out. Don't panic. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Everyone is on the same boat. It's COVID, you know, it's complicated. So that's fine. You're doing great. Continue like that. And it's true. Just putting the work, do great, and your time will come.
0: But the, proce-
1: the process took like three years, I think.
0: And From the time you decided, okay, we're really going to try to get to the United States
1: yeah so in my mind it was 20 years ago but once you I took action it was like three years gotcha three years and then I'm I'm here for three years now so it's good to have a dream in your mind for 20 years and taking action doing it having the support of your family your wife your kids your parents everyone around you to do that and say yeah let's do it and like it's just, yeah, you feel fulfilled, I would say. Fulfilled you know? you is a good word. You can live without any, any regret at some point. And that's important to me because I say I'm 40, you know, I, in 20 years it's going to be too late, even five years going to be too late, so it's now or never. So what are you going to do? And I knew deep inside that if I didn't do that project, I would have that as a regret later, deep inside. Even if it's, I would have a great life in Europe, it's not right. the case, it's not the, the issue, but it's just that deep inside, since I'm 20, I wanted to be here. I wanted to live that dream. And I did it because I had the opportunity, I had the gut to do that, um, and I get the support of the people around me to do that as well. So that's that's a great, great feeling.
0: Congratulations. Thank you. We're going to have to start wrapping up here, but you've offered up some fantastic advice, I think, to to any entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur. I wanted to also ask you any particular advice that you would share with somebody that's thinking about doing what you and your wife did, going to another country and starting a business. Any, Any advice you'd share with those folks?
1: I don't think there is, there is no secret, there is nothing special, It just, do you want it that bad or not? If you don't want that bad, just stay where you are, because it's gonna be tough, but you can't even imagine how tough it's gonna be. You think it's gonna be nice, yeah, it's easy, you know, the US, no, no. starting a business from scratch in general is tough. In another continent, country with another language, it's tough. Being hit by COVID, it's even tougher.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. And be prepared for a big roller coaster. Because you're going to have a bad day, you're going to have a good day. But if you are a foreigner wanting to be in the U.S. to open a business, do you want it that bad or not? Like I said, if not, don't even start, you're going to fail. You need to be prepared, you need to be you need yeah, to have that mindset, that positive mindset no matter what, because you can be disappointed, you can be frustrated, you can be upset, you can vent, but then you get back up and you put into action because otherwise just stay home and go back to France. It's not doesn't worth it. And but in general I would say live the life you want to live and do what you want to do and make some decision in life. Because otherwise, like I said, you're going to be filled with regret at the end. But like it's going to be tough, be prepared, have that strong mindset because you're going to need that strong mindset. And these challenges, sometimes, you know, COVID, employees calling in, it's everywhere. It's not just cleaning. It's not just me. It's everywhere, everyone in the US. But just take these uh, challenges as an opportunity. Like they are necessary. Uh, When you face them, you say, oh, it's tough. Uh," But no, they are here for you to grow, to grow with your business, to be a better person. Because when I had 10 clients, it was easy. Now I got 100 clients. I'm not the same person that three years uh, earlier, three years ago. And I'm not the same person that I'm going to be in three years with maybe 200 clients. And I need to become that person that can handle a 200 clients business, and I'm not that person yet. And all these challenges I'm facing right now, this morning, tomorrow, next week, they are going to they are necessary for me to become the person that can be, uh, that can help me to reach that next level. So have a strong mindset, be ready to face a lot of challenges, and keep that positive mindset to take these challenges as opportunity to grow, not to stop and quit because you didn't come this far just to come this far. So use that and push through it because you're going to succeed.
0: Well, you've obviously taken your own advice and it's doesn't surprise me at all now that you've experienced success. So congratulations. Thank you. And thank you again for being here with us today. Oh, Thank you. One more thing. So... Made Pro Residential and Commercial Cleaning of Omaha is your business. How can people get a hold of you? How can potential customers get a hold of you?
1: So the first thing is the website, madepro.com. They can click on getting an estimate. They fill out the form, and I receive that by email, or my sales assistant receives that by email. They can also email me directly. It's omaha.ne at com. Or we also have... a a good Instagram account, Metro Omaha, and they can reach out to us by direct message over there. Great. And um, just Google Metro Omaha and <laughs> There you it. go. There Here you go. go.
0: Well, thank you again for being with us today. I really appreciate you sharing your story. You're
1: welcome, Blake. My pleasure.
0: Absolutely. And in case you didn't get any of that or you're driving while you're listening to this, uh, you can scan our QR code if you have questions, or need to know how to get a hold of uh, Xavier at MaidPro. Speaking of scanning the QR code, utilize that to uh, both subscribe, follow, and share our Heartland Franchise Guy podcast, and share this one with a friend who might be thinking about doing something similar to what Xavier's done successfully. Thank you all for joining us for another episode of the Heartland Franchise Guy. We'll see you here again soon.